Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. So with me again today is Kevin. Kevin, great to have you, brother. How's things going? Doing well. Doing well. Did I catch you drinking something? (laughs) Did I catch you taking a sip of water or something, brother? You can be Uh, upfront about it. Yeah. No, I've actually got a brownie near me, so you're you're probably hearing a little bit of brownie noises. When God made brownies, (laughs) he had me in mind. I just want to share that with you right now. I I have never met a brownie that doesn't change my life. I have. (laughs) I mean, brownies are there, and uh, boy, God uses them uh, in my life. But anyway, getting away from this silly and just wanting you folks to know that we appreciate you being part of this book broadcast and uh we know there's a lot of uh podcasts out there and you have a lot of decisions but do us a favor if you like this podcast go out and give us five stars if you don't just don't write anything and don't do anything don't leave any stars and uh, but that helps us find other people who are looking for help with their hurting hearts and their wounded spirits and and uh, that's what this is all about just being obedient to God with the calling in our lives and uh, uh, just wanting to uh, bring you guys in and, and love you and care for you and welcome you to this community and let you know the sky is blue and uh, that God is up there and he's not going anywhere we serve a great God, an all-faithful God. We have his all-sufficient word of of God in front of us, the Bible. We have everything we need, and we want you to know it's okay. You know, there's, uh, uh, there's lots of good things left. It's coming our way. So we have a word of the day. So we've been looking at these different words. So today, I just told Kevin, I went back to the list, and I grabbed this word wellness. Again, this vocabulary list, 135 words, I believe, of vocabulary words from va.gov. Somehow I find it. You click here, you click here, you click there. I'm not sure. Uh, but I will tell you one thing. Uh, this word wellness is important. And uh, there's so many things that are part of wellness, but I've found that God's word, that God's spirit, God's blessing, that sharing with people, I've found that pleasant words are a honeycomb, uh, sweet to the soul. We read just a few weeks back in chapter 16 here, a proverb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Uh, you know, it's, it's a good thing. This verse is telling us it's, it's an overall good and wonderful thing to share healing words with people, loving words with people, God's words with people. And uh, we're reminded in 1 Corinthians 10 31, a verse that I have uh, etched in my heart when I started this ministry. So whether you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all for the glory of God and whatever we're doing, let's help people. Let's love people. Let's zero in. Let's share words of life. And Kevin's a guy who does that. And Kevin, you come to this verse, you're out there sharing words of life. It's like a honey. I like honeycomb. Praise God. I chew on them. When I, I, when I go buy honey at the, uh, something B honey place downtown here in Greenville, South Carolina, man, I get one of those honeycombs and I eat it. As a matter of fact, when I hang up this phone today, I'm going to take a bite out of a honeycomb. I just want you to know that. But what are you thinking when you're looking at this verse, brother? Well, well, you know, the idea of, of, of wellness, right? And, um, and you're talking about the sweetness and, and whatnot um, that, that 
that can give us, you know, this whole thing of wellness. Th- this is what my original thought was that um, the word wellness, I, I first heard back in the 80s. And, and the history is significant to me because that's the first time I was challenged to think about um our, 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 our well-being, in other words, how, how we, how we're doing, not so much, and, and this was really in the healthcare field. That's the conversation was dealing with healthcare. And so the person I was talking to, this is what they said. This uh, is actually my wife because she, she was, had been reading about it. And she said, um, you know, we're trained to think that, that disease and the absence of disease is equal to doing well, is equal to health. He said, or she said, you know, is, is that really the case? Really, what we want is the presence of uh, of the way we're supposed to be, you know, the way we're created to be, or wellness. God created us to function a certain way. You know, a car, when I'm driving my car, I, I know when it's doing well, I'm not you know, I'm thankful the engine's not clunking around and the air conditioner's not blowing out smoke or something. But I'm not, you know, that's not the the real goal is that it runs the way it was created. And so wellness in, in the area of, you know, spiritual health, it, isn't it true that, you know, we're, we're not so much saying, you know, I don't want to have um I, it's not and an, it's not just an absence of a bunch of bad stuff. It's really maybe we got to focus a little bit more on, you know what? I want to have peace. I want to have joy. And God, when I have those things as a foundation of my spiritual health, then when I experience some trauma, then I know right away the goal is, Lord, Return unto thy rest, O my soul. I think the psalmist said that. Lord, let me go back to a state of spiritual, you know, wellness. Uh, Let me get back to what I'm created to be, and that's walking in fellowship with the Lord as the vine is, um, as the branches to the vine. You know, let me just get connected in and and get healthy again. Versus, you know, uh, let me get over this problem. No, let me get back to what you know, this fellowship that makes everything else not seem so bad. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking. Wow. Yeah. The peace that passeth all understanding the God that can take whatever it is that's making us sideways and taking that wellness away from us. The God who can restore that, you know, God's always been about restoration. I was thinking about the miracles the other day, the sign miracles. And, you know, cause I was yeah. going through the synoptics and I was looking through the miracles and again, those nerd things that some people do, you know? And, uh, as I was looking at the synoptics the other day, I, I remember thinking to myself, you know, when God, uh, gave that blind man, his eyes, when he gave him sight again, he didn't do something that that a guy wouldn't be born without, he restored what a perfect body would be. You know, when, when, when God healed that woman that had the bleeding problem, he restored, he made everything new again. I am Mm. so glad that we, we serve a God and we have a God that we can go to that restores us. That makes everything new again. You know what you just said, brother, it really, it really ought to be, uh, uh, you know, highlighted when Jesus touched the woman or when oh. the woman with the issue of blood reached out and touched her. <laughs> virtue 
It says virtue went out of him. And, and, and so it was the presence of the, uh, of something good from God and not so much the, the, you know, she felt the issue go away, but it was because of the presence of something good. And, um, you know, not to, not to sound geeky about it, but, you know, I think sometimes we're just like, take away the pain, take away the pain so I can return to normal. And, you know, well, maybe God's like, maybe the normal's not, not good enough. Nor- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not normal. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. And, and, you know, can you imagine that woman's attitude problem, you know, and, and, uh, you know, here God is healing this dead girl and I've had this problem longer than she's been alive. And here he is bringing her back to life. And here's this stupid maniac, Derek crying and cutting himself with stones, living in the cemetery. What about me? But boy, when God touches you, <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. when she touched God, and I mean, when God touches back, oh it, man, restored, it's in there. In fact, you just, you just brought out brother, you know, how many, how many people do we meet that fit into that chapter? Because there are three miracles <laughs> yeah. in that chapter where, um, you know, it was really Jesus was out on a boat right before that, and he calmed the storm, and the disciples said, what manner of man is this? It can yeah, speak even to, the wind to, and the sea obey him. I know. It's yeah. crazy, brother. Yeah. yeah. So, nature, so, so they were astounded that nature rolled over for the Son of God. But I think in answer to that question, don't you think, when, when they said, what manner of man is this? He said, I'll show you what manner of man. I can speak to the nature of a man, the, the demoniac. I can speak to the nature of a woman, that's the issue of blood, and I can speak to the nature of a child, which is the girl that was dead. And man, I'm just I looked at that one day and it just leaped off the page. Oh. Each one of them represented our are the problem with the in, in in their nature, the man's nature, the you know, the the, the nakedness, the desire for supernatural strength, the desire you know, the obsession with death that that man had, the woman with her her quiet, you know, seeping of strength and her, her, it was a social, uh, grief that she had to put up with where she was separated from her friends. And I mean, just, you know, just so often, you know, women are suffering with, with these quiet things, these quiet traumas. And then the child who just at age 12, dried up, you know, and just, just, uh, how often do the children, you know, at age 12 go through a sudden change of where they just die, you know, they die, seem to die emotionally, spiritually, and their relate connection to their home and, uh, how Jesus, uh, you know, brought virtue into all those things and brought wellness to that child. You know, they put, had to put out the scorner, you know, say, you know, there was these people laughing to scorn the notion that Jesus could heal. Jesus put them out, brought in a couple preachers, spoke some words, you know, the word of God, yeah. uh, inputted the virtue and boing, you got a child restored. You had the lady restored. You had a guy restored. That's our Jesus. Mm, that's the Jesus we serve right there. I just keep getting more wound up as you're talking about it. I almost missed the opportunity here for the radio stations to do what they have to do. Hey, hang with us, folks. We'll be right back and keep on serving that God, that God. Uh, and, you know, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind in the sea obey him? Who's your God, folks? Let me tell you who my God is. He's the one that even the wind in the sea obey him him. 
and can reach out to all the people that Kevin was just speaking of. We'll be right back with you. Boy, that's my God. I just want to go preaching somewhere, brother. We should do a podcast where we just get to preach, you know. We'll just go back and forth, and we'll just talk about all these things that get us wound up, man. Chapter 5 of the Book of Mark, we could get 25 sermons out of that. I'm telling you what, I... I'm telling you, I, I'm wound up now, brother. I, I got to tell you, I got a little bit of sweat going on. And I mean, I had to put my camouflage sweatshirt on with my OD green uh, pants. You know, my OD green pants are kind of insulated. And uh, I'm sweating right now. I'm just being up front with you. So God has brought some heavenly sweat, if that's a such thing. So here we are. Christ. We're in the 27th proverb. And again, uh, I love the proverbs. And I love the opportunity here to uh, go through them with you folks and make it part of our community and what God's doing to help us along. But it says a continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Whoa, whosoever hideth her hideth the wind in the ointment of the right hand, which bereath itself. You know, I'm, I'm coming right here, and, and boy, we've all had the dripping. I was in a church, I think like a month or two ago, and, and man, that rain came in, and it was coming in, this beautiful church, wonderful people, godly people, my dear friends, but boy, when that rain was dripping, boy, that just, that just it's, a, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, it's so hard to preach. You know, when you see people running around with 55-gallon drums <laughs> trying to get them under the leaks, you know, and uh, it's hard to concentrate on things. And so a continual dripping on a rainy day, a leaky roof, a leaky whatever. I, we had a leaky roof here, man. We had uh, uh, we had this uh, hail come through and mess up our roof, and they didn't get quickly to re- fix the roof, and we had a bad rainstorm, and it wiped out our bathroom upstairs. So the insurance went from spending about eight grand to spending 30 grand in painting rooms and redoing a bathroom and things of that nature. But I'll tell you that drip, you, you know, uh, you just want to take shelter from it. You just want to get away from it. And, uh, and here's God reminding us that that in a contentious man or women, woman, you know, it goes both ways here. It can swing both ways. Uh, I'll tell you, when you're around the wrong person, you know, it. it's like, what? what happened? I'm so thankful that God has given me 39 years with the right woman. Praise God. But there's so many, I tell people all the time, I'd rather be single wanting to be married than married, wanting to be single. And then, then in that next verse, we'll kind of put them all together here. Cause they're kind of cool that way. Uh, he that, uh, I'm sorry, there I am reading the wrong verse again. Whoever hideth her, hideth the wind. And, you know, I can stop right there and just say to correct or to uh, reform or to change a contentious person or a lady or a man, to change them. You know, they used to call it in the old days, that's a fool's errand. I used to have a guy I was in the army with, and that's a fool's errand, uh, Carragher. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's too hard. And, um, uh, but you know, if we end up in that relationship, of course we try to love them as God, you know, as Christ has loved his church as God loves us. And, uh, 
but the best case scenario is not to be around those people, but we're reminded here, uh, this is, this is a warning to men and women to choose that right spouse. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes you wake up and you're alone and, and, and just wherever you're at in life right now, choose that right person. Choices matter. And uh, things like that matter. And, and boy, I, I don't want a leaky roof dripping on my head for the rest of my life. I, when the <laughs> rain comes, man, I want to be curled up uh, uh, enjoying life. Uh, I remember I was laying there the other morning with Debbie. I woke up early and we were laying in bed and we play these stupid games sometimes, you know, and, and, uh, uh, it was, we're both wide awake at like five in the morning. I was getting ready to walk and something. So I was telling Debbie, you know, you need to be a secret agent. You need to lay perfectly still. So no one knows you're in the room. So we play stupid games like it, but it hit me when we got all done playing that game. It hit me. I said, I am so blessed. I am so blessed that I can wake up at five in the morning and my wife's awake and we can sit here and laugh and play secret agent or whatever it is we do. It's important <laughs> folks. Decisions matter. Don't they Kevin? Yeah, boy, they sure do. Yeah. People make bad decisions and it, it, it creates pressure. It creates issues. You know, I was, it's like, I was, I don't know how much time we've got left, but I was, thinking it was like wow when i saw saw this and i thought about you know wellness versus what we're talking about in these scriptures yeah. you know if you've got a contentious contentious woman um you know you're just you're going to be under pressure um i've pastored i pastored guys um i'm thinking of a command sergeant major who he had a contentious woman unfortunately and um, he was a driver for generals and so forth over in, I guess, Germany. And, you know, he, he, he was able to stay busy while I was in the army, but when he got out of the army, when he retired, um, unfortunately the marriage fell apart because she was a contentious woman and she was just very demanding. And it, it says here, um, Whoso hideth her, hideth the wind and the ointment of his right hand. So both those things are, are, you know, caused by pressure. So the wind you know who can hide the wind if there's if there's a if there's a rocky mountain high in the country and there's a low pressure system to the east of it it's the wind is going to come from the rockies down across where i'm at in texas and it's you can't hide it it's just right there you can try to block it but it's there and the ointment of your right hand you know the the i remember in science class in college i was a science major they called the 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 odor of ointment was called vapor pressure and so if you've got an ointment and then you cannot hide its vapor pressure unless it's in a bottle well if it's on your hand if it's on your right hand you you just can't you can't escape it and so a guy under pressure from a woman you know i i see a person like that and it could be a woman from a man from an abusive man it, it, one human being oppressing another human being you just can't hide the, the the pressure that person is feeling they're 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 on the decline it's every time you see them I remember a guy got saved, an army medic got saved, and he was fired up for God, but his wife decided he's too saved, and so he's he's going to get, you know, con she contended with him when he got home about his decisions to serve the Lord or to be more faithful and this and that, and it really got on him to the point that, um, well, they get out of church, and then uh, now they're broken up. But I tell you what, 
you just can't hide the pressure that you're under from from another human being, can you? No, you can't. And and in that whole concept of, it's like that drippy roof. And and you know, some of us wake up and and you know, some people just never get better. You know, and sometimes you wake up alone. Sometimes you wake up in a a, a weird place. But God wants you to know right now, right where you're at. Just make it all better from this point forward. Just make the right decisions. Do the right things. You know, take the next move and make sure it's the right one. Do the next thing. And, uh, you know, I love it when scripture illuminates things to you and me, and that's how God works. So last week I was doing a podcast with Dan, and and, and Dan had brought up how the Holy Spirit can illuminate different things to different people. And uh, I love how God is illuminating these verses to us and leading us to that place where, you know, we make options in life. We make choices all the time. And, and, you know, throughout Proverbs, God is like, make the right choice. You know, you don't need that sleazy human being. You don't need that person. You don't, uh, you don't need a knucklehead. You don't need a loser. You, you know, just hang in there. Trust God. And uh, I remember some years ago, I was down at a large Christian college, and this was like 20 years ago, and they had a lady get up, and she had mentioned that she had graduated from uh, this particular Bible college, a wonderful school, and uh, she went on to say she had graduated from this wonderful school, and uh, about the time she graduated, she had met a man who was going to be a missionary, and he said, listen, I believe God has something for us together, but I'm going to be a missionary for three years, but when I come back, if you're still single and God's still putting this on my heart, I'll drop you a note once and again, and 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 maybe God will allow us to have a relationship that's forever, and he talked to her dad and said, listen, I, I've just raised my support. I'm going to the mission field, and he went to a third world country, and I mean, communication was hard. Everything was upside down. And and, uh, she's telling the story that here is the man of my dreams, good looking, energetic, all those things. And, uh, you know, movie star, good looks, you know, and movie star, good looks is different to everybody, you know, but she thought this guy was the cat's meow. And she made it about two years and 10 months and the devil was dealing on her. No man's ever going to like you. So she hooked up with this unsaved man and she lost her purity. And not only did she lose her purity, Kevin, uh, she was given HIV. And uh, she tells the story that as she sat in the doctor's office to get the results of her HIV, she had logged on to her laptop computer and she got a note that said, I'll be home next week. I've already called you dad. I can't wait until we can start to have this relationship. Uh, oh, my soul. Folks, trust God. Trust mm. God. God's got this. You don't have to jump on the first thing that comes along. You don't have to. And maybe the first thing that comes along is the best thing. But listen, trust God. Don't get that leaky roof syndrome, man. That leaky roof syndrome mm. will mess you up, man. Mm. When those leaks start coming in. I remember I was calling the I made them come out and put tarps over my house. Stop that leaking on my head while I'm trying to sleep. Cut it out. <laughs> Paying a mortgage, I don't want to get leaks on my head. And uh, But listen, folks, listen, there's a word here for all of us. And the truth of the matter is we're all a bunch of knuckleheads that are nothing without God. And, and in order to live out Proverbs, in order to be this person, to make a difference, in order to step up and uh, allow God to use us, boy, we got to trust him. 
we got to trust him. We got to trust in his word. We got to trust in what he has for us. We got to do the next thing that God tells us to do. We got to rid those terrible things from our life. We got to fix that brokenness. We, we got to come in front of God and throw our clay up there on the potter's wheel and say, God, reform me, make me something that you can use. I'm all in and he will. And boy, not only, uh, not only does he give us great things, that new normal that Kevin was talking about a little while ago is better than the old normal, that God normal. Listen, we love you folks. It's just a great honor to come across your airwaves and be part of this broadcast. And, and just, I'm telling you folks, thanks for being part of this community. If our, if our broadcast has been a blessing to you and you've enjoyed it, make sure you go out and give us five stars out there on the internet. If you don't like us, don't write anything. Just hang with us. We'll get better. I promise. It's got to happen. We sure do love you folks. Listen, when you go out today, wear that smile that only God can give. You need to get a hold of me, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.